Hello, everyone. Welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women, women around the world to empower, inspire, and educate women and young girls to dream without limitations. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Ms. Shannon Short, and she is a college transition coach and educator, and I'm so excited to get to share this conversation with her, ask her so many questions, and just dive deep into the conversation. So hi, Shannon. How are you doing today? I'm so good. I'm so excited for the conversation. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. So I want to give you the opportunity to allow the audience to know a little bit more about you and what you do. All right. Well, I am a trained life coach and my heart is with the college age girls and young women. So I, uh, my work focuses on uh, really coaching, guiding and educating the high school girls who are preparing for college as they transition into college, through the college experience, and then the college graduates who are moving on into the real world, because those are two huge periods of transition with mm -hmm. a lot of emotion swirling around them, identity opportunities swirling around them, opportunities to really let these girls know who they are and create their lives around their values and their hearts as opposed to just doing things the way they've always been done without getting curious about how big their lives could be. Yeah, I'm so excited to um, have this conversation because I love everything that you talked about, you know, the big trans transition steps in our lives. So, you know, going from high school to college, that's a transition in itself because you're under your parents' roof you know, you have all this guidance, all of your decisions are made for you. And now you're going into a space where you're making decisions solely on your own. And then college to real life is a transition in itself. Because like we talked about earlier, um, before the podcast started, it's just like you go into this space, you pick a profession that you want to study and you're unhappy with it because yeah. you think that's what you want and you don't go into this deep dive and self-awareness and I'm excited to talk about it because I feel like you know being able to understand who we are what we love to do what we're passionate about can save us so much trouble and so much uh, headache so and much. so much time in our lives so um, I want to know a little bit more about how you got started with helping college girls how did you find this as your passion to help young girls transition into their greatness, into their careers, into their lives? Okay, let's see how to make a really long life story shorter. <laughs> um, I always had done everything the way it was supposed to be done. Mm -hmm. I followed the timeline of life. I graduated from high school. I went to college. I graduated in four years. I got my business degree. I knew after the first finance class that I took. I didn't like finance, but that was my major. Mm -hmm. And somewhere along the way, I decided I had to, had to finish what I started. So mm -hmm. that took me, it, it got me a great job. It got me a job I appreciated working with a great company with great people. And I had started learning things, uh, really learning about self-awareness choices, uh, really being a little more conscious and intentional and that sort of thing. And, and understanding that doing the right thing, I still was, didn't feel right, you know, but I right. stayed on that path because I didn't know where else to go. Mm -hmm. And I, 
remember when I was about 25 years old saying to one of my coworkers, you know, education, they focus on on, you know, reading, writing, and arithmetic, you know, you can be mm-hmm. as smart as, as book smart as the day is long, but if you don't know how to relate to yourself and other people, you're really going to be missing the boat. And right. that's, that's where it's, that's where it really started. And then I had an opportunity when I was 29 years old to take a sabbatical from my corporate job. And for the first time ever, certainly in my adult life that I remembered, I made a choice for myself because it was just something I wanted to do, not something that was on the timeline of life. And I, I took a sabbatical, ended up being three years officially from my corporate job. I moved out to Vail, Colorado, and I say that's the place where I found my soul because I got to live in the present, like fully in the present, really, mm-hmm. really getting to know what made my heart sing, not to be woo-woo, but that's, yeah. And, and, and I didn't want college girls to, and other girls and young women to have to take all these years to figure stuff out through trial and error. I wanted mm-hmm. to cut the learning curve for them. I want to help them get life right from the start and right. not to have to go through the chaos and the confusion of, of, of trying to find their way and figure out what works for them. Mm-hmm. I think that is so important. Um, just you being a mentor to them to help guide them through their decisions because me, myself, I was like you, I, um, when we talked about it earlier, how, you know, you were getting your degree and you knew you didn't really want to do it, but because you were so far along, you were just like, okay, let me go ahead and just finish this out. And that was me. I was studying biomedical um, sciences and speaking to my different mentors. I, if I probably would have asked this, these type of questions earlier, I, I had mentors before I went to college. But if I would have asked the, the certain type of questions that would have like altered my decision earlier, then I could have made a different decision to switch just because I wasn't asking the questions of lifestyle. I always asked questions of, oh, how is the job? How is it? Um, being in the office, how is it doing this? How is it, what was, what is the best way to go about doing this or this or that? But as I got older, I started thinking about lifestyle. How do I want to be as a, as a business person? How do I want to be in my profession? How do I want to be as a future mother? Um, I want to be able to have freedom of my time where I'm able to just like go and do things if my kids need me um, or anything, just be able to have that type of freedom. And I realized that what I wanted to do because I wanted to be a pediatric surgeon. I was like, oh, wait, that is, the, <laughs> that is definitely, <laughs> that is definitely not going to give me, you know, freedom with my time because I'm going to be busy, busy, busy. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's just like asking certain questions, not just thinking about the professional side of it, but thinking about your lifestyle in itself will definitely help you to know what direction to go in and to know, you know, what you want to do. And I think even if you do get a degree in something, there's always a way to think of the, like, that is not of the norm, that you can alter and shape these things however you want to. Get the information, you know, get the knowledge, get the awareness, get the experience, but know that there is a way that you can think and you can make a whole spin on it and do something totally different than what the normal route would be going about that degree. Yep. 
I agree with you. And I, I think when you're talking about like you didn't ask the questions about lifestyle, but isn't it we're, we're raised to be students. I mean, our whole lives right. on this timeline of life is we're raised we're we're many of us anyway, especially if we're mm-hmm. especially if we come from a family that's that's college centric and you know that you're going to be going to college when you graduate from mm-hmm. high school. We're raised to build our to build our resume to get into college to get accepted into college. So we're not we're not taught to ask those questions, are we, Maya? Right. Like, we're not nope. taught. So how do, we only know what we know, and if we don't know to ask those questions, if, I mean, why would we even know to ask the questions? Because everything <laughs> has been focused on academics, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about lifestyle uh, you know freedom is a huge thing for me i proclaimed myself as a a promoter and protector of fun and freedom one time and I, <laughs> since now it's fun freedom and fulfillment and, mm-hmm. and i did a a program with a friend who was creating a program one time and one of the biggest things that came out of that program for me is safe does not equal free right safe nope. does not equal free I think this time period that we're in now has definitely taught a lot of us that, you know, most people were looking at these jobs as a safety belt that we see when, you know, tragedy strikes, nothing safe, literally nothing. Nope. Nope. And you've got to, you know, we, we have such an opportunity to really hone in to our hearts and our spirits and our values and all of the things that we desire in mm-hmm. life. I mean, we get one life, right? I mean, mm-hmm. duh, but right. We get one life. Right. We can, we can live that life on autopilot or we can live that life in a much more conscious, intentional, aware state that allows us to create our life and our happiness and you know what I teach? Uh, everything I teach is based on the foundations and principles and benefits of emotional intelligence. Knowing oh, ourselves, choosing ourselves, and and giving ourselves to to our world, to our to our purpose. And for me, also to touch on purpose real quickly, mm-hmm. um, I think we get very caught up in what is my purpose in life. Right. And I kind of like to look at it like if I'm living in purpose and on purpose, mm-hmm. staying in tune to what matters to me, to all of those things, to my heart, to my spirit, to my soul, to my desires, to those things that really light me up, mm-hmm. then, then that, that takes me toward my purpose every day because every choice I make is, is focused on that greater good, you know, on, Mm -hmm. on living in purpose and on purpose. I had a coach that said to me one time, a life coach who said to me, Shannon, if every decision you make, if everything you do as you go through your life is focused on being true to you, being true to your most authentic self, Mm -hmm. then you really don't have to worry about tomorrow do you because it'll just all work itself out yeah really this time not mm-hmm. like oh it'll just all work itself out but if every choice we make is true to all of those values and things that that light us up then we really get to focus in the present mm-hmm. 
which is huge. No, I definitely agree because it's like a lot of times when we're, you know, you talked about purpose, when we're finding our purpose, sometimes it's not a direct impact on someone. Sometimes it's not a direct impact on a group, but you just doing what, you know, makes you happy can sometimes impact someone else to do something that makes them happy because they can see, wow, like she's actually enjoying her life. She's doing something that is fulfilling to her. Maybe I should do that too. Like sometimes it's not directly like it's not like you have to physically say something to someone or you have to just be next to someone and tell them to do something sometimes it's just living your life to how you want to live it yeah. and that Being is the, the way that you can impact yeah yeah no definitely. and having and having them say i don't know what she's doing but i want but i want it if every choice i yeah. make is true to me then i don't have to worry about the future because if, if because it will just take me where it, it'll take me where I'm intended to go right mm-hmm. because you're it, it, we worry we worry right. about the future because we're not sure about the present sort of right mm-hmm. maybe most definitely something I totally like agree. that no I totally agree just because um you know we go through life, we're told this is the way you're supposed to do this. And, you know, you may not like what you do in life. You may not like what you have in life, but you just got to suck it up when it's like, you know, if you want something, if you want a certain lifestyle, if you want a certain way to fulfill yourself in life, then you should go after it. I think that's the way to do it. And I agree with you. And, and nobody's teaching us that. And it's not, it's no fault of anyone's. It's just kind of, again, it's the way it's always been done. And, and no, you know, one of my favorite things to think about, Mm -hmm. I'm shifting this a little bit, but for a long time, I've said the best question ever is why? Mm -hmm. Well, why? But from a curious place, like, well, why is that that way? Or why? And Why should is, I do it that way? The thing is, we're not often taught to ask questions. Sometimes it's like if we question things, the way things are, yeah. it's like, wow, you've just created a sin. <laughs> yeah. And think about like the four-year-old mm-hmm. who asks why all the time. Well, why mommy? Well, why mommy? Well, why is that that way? Well, why is that that way? Mm-hmm. And many children, right? get Mm -hmm. silenced yes and again parents aren't meaning to hurt them it's just like I don't know how to answer that so it's like well that's just the way it is or well I'm the mom and I say that's the way it is or instead of getting curious with them right like well you know Uh, what I don't don't really know exactly why that's the way it's always been done but it is and until we figure out a better way or maybe we can Maybe we can, you know, explore and see why it's the way it is, you know? Right. Or Um, let's go find an answer together. Like, for instance, like, I remember my younger brother, like, my parents have always taught us, you know, ask questions, ask a lot of questions, because that's the way that you're going to learn. That's the way that you discover by asking questions. We don't come out the womb knowing everything. Right. (laughs) So... (laughs) I mean, well, I remember like, you know, um, when you're younger, your teacher leaves messages in your little agenda book. And yep. <laughs> one of his teachers left a message saying he asked too many questions in class. You Aww. need to tell him to stop asking so many questions. And I was like, what? <laughs> 
Like he's trying to learn. You're supposed yeah. like if you don't have an answer, just say, you know what, I'll come back to you on that. Yeah. Don't or like, let me look into that for you. Or you know what? Yes. I don't know. Let's see if we can figure it out together because mm. because you know what? I don't really know either. That's just what they told me. And so now I'm telling you, you know, it's it's no, definitely. Yeah. I had so I have a funny story. This is another mm. one that I like to share, and it's funny. I haven't thought of it in a while. Mm-hmm don't have any idea where the story came from, but it <laughs> goes to, we just do things because it's the way they've always been done. And right. we never ask questions about why it's done that way. So there's a, a, a girl, right? Where she's in college, uh, the way I heard the story. And she is going home for Christmas break mm-hmm. and her roommate can't go home for whatever reason or whatever the case is. So she's going home with, they're going home to the girl's home together. Right. And they, they're at the girl's home and it's Christmas Eve and they're cooking Christmas dinner Mm -hmm. and the girls get the responsibility of the Christmas ham. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they're working together and the, the girl says, you know, grab that pan over there and we'll cook the ham in the pan. And, Mm -hmm. and, and the girl brings the pan over and the other girl cuts the ends off the ham and puts the ham in the pan. And her friend goes, why do you cut the ends off the ham? Uh And she said, well, I don't know. Like, that's the way my mom always did it. And that's the way my grandma always did it. And she turned to her grandma and she said, grandma, why do we cut the ends off the ham? Uh And her, her grandma said, honey, it just didn't fit in the pan. (laughs) So here's this tradition of this Uh special way they cook their ham. Uh And it had nothing to do with anything other than at some particular point that the ham did not fit in the pan the grandmother cut the ends off of the ham so that it would fit in the pan (laughs) nobody asked questions it became this family tradition and nobody ever questioned yeah that is hilarious i think there's so many things that we are taught from generation to generation that is basically a story like that it just didn't fit so that's how we just carried on with it (laughs) and it took somebody being outside of that smaller sphere Mm -hmm. who had who had grown up with this tradition to say wait a minute why do you do that right (laughs) so if we can get curious for ourselves like that Mm -hmm. yeah just to wonder like where we would be yeah just being able to ask ourselves questions why do i do this why do i like this why do i want this i think that is especially important when we look at materialistic things do we want this because we actually like it or because it's trending and it's popular is this something that we actually like well and for me a big thing is why do i feel this way Mm -hmm. what triggered me to feel this way about that thing you know, gosh, this, my, the way I'm feeling about this scenario over here feels a whole lot bigger than it should. Where's that coming from? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and for me, a a gigantic thing, like so much of my work focuses on, I mean, everything comes back to the emotions, Mm -hmm. but with emotional intelligence and with our emotions and the way things work, their thoughts, feelings, and actions, and they're all interconnected. Mm -hmm. And my gift I discovered is discernment. So, which made total sense because I look, I work a lot on 
perspective and how we see things and what things mean and all the different variations and right. make, giving things meaning. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, I, I do a lot of work with looking at how we think about things, looking at how we interpret things, looking at the stories that we tell ourselves realizing that when we're in a challenging situation and it brings up an emotion, our, our brain takes us to worst case scenario, mm -hmm. our sweet, sweet brain that's trying to protect us yes. really isn't protect. They're protecting us from something that happened years and years and years ago, potentially, but we still hold on to that belief that this thing is true. Mm -hmm. And I really love working with these young women to say, Hey, how are you thinking about that? Best bumper sticker ever. Don't believe everything you think. <laughs> no, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. I know we're cutting close on time. So I want to get in the last question that I asked all of my guests. What is one thing that you would say to women around the world to inspire them to dream without limitation? Uh, it's going to make me cry. <laughs> um, Be true to you. Be curious about yourself. I, really, I'm gonna. I'm crying. <laughs> be curious about yourself. Um, be curious about other people. Mm -hmm. Be open. Be conscious with your thoughts. Be conscious with your choices. Be intentional with your thoughts and choices. Um, explore like don't be afraid to do things differently mm -hmm. don't be afraid to do things differently don't be afraid to ask questions when things don't tick for you right like the way it's always been done may not be the right way for you and that's okay Mm -hmm. it's okay to be unconventional to think yeah. unconventionally that may be your power yeah. Well, we do. Thank you, Shannon, for sharing your story. I feel like we connected on so many levels oh, of together. <laughs> um, I do want to give you the opportunity to allow the audience to know if they want to connect with you, if they want to follow your journey, how can they do that? Well, it's kind of interesting because my journey continues to evolve. Yes. Um, I do have a website currently called uh, girlsgetreal.com. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's outdated and I'm working on rebranding and a new website that really, really touches on these things that we've talked about today mm -hmm. that really shares my heart. Um, I'm Shannon, Shannon short on mm -hmm. Facebook. If they want to connect with me personally, I'm more than happy for them to, to message me. Mm -hmm. Um, I am Shannon M short on okay. Instagram. I do have a business page on Facebook for Girls Get Real. Okay. And my email address is shannon at girlsgetreal.com. I would love to connect with anybody who this has resonated with. And yes. I would love to stay connected to you. <laughs> yes, most definitely. We have to. But we do thank you for sharing your story with us here today. I'm sure so many girls and women have learned so much 
from your story, from your inspiration. And I myself am just encouraged and I love this conversation that we've had here today. We thank you everyone once again for tuning in. This is Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you next time.